my friend. Thanks so much for coming out. I tell you what, I'm going to let you find a nice calm station to play while we hang out here by the fire. I'm going to run back inside and get the carafe of coffee. I'll be right back. You're listening to Guac Dot Rocks, God, the World, and Other Things. I'm Kenny Price, your host. Our mission, advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. This is Season 17, Episode 350. Title, Inheritors of Joy Forever. Subtitle, Thoughts on Our Eternal Sun Rising. Deuteronomy 33, verse 29 says, How happy are you, Israel! Who is like you, a people saved by the Lord? He is the shield that protects you, the sword you boast in. What a picturesque thought, our eternal sunrising. What person doesn't like a great sunrising? Whether you're a desert person, a mountain person, a beach person, or a forest person, or a big city person, or a small town person, wherever it is you like to vacation, you always like that great cloudless morning sunrise. As a matter of fact, I'm all of the above. I dig a great sunrise wherever I am. This episode of Guadot Rock celebrates the truth that an eternal sunrising awaits all of us who are inheritors of joy forever. My friend, this is a transporting thought that will guard your heart against a cataclysm into despair as this world becomes more and more unhinged. I'm speaking from experience, not only from the record high suicide rate in our country, to dear friends that I know, devout Christians who are coming unraveled by the pressures and circumstances of their lives to the point of deep depression, even to the point of severe suicidal thoughts. A person who asserts that people who follow Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior lead miserable, restricted lives are themselves total strangers to Christianity as described in the Bible. The Christian faith does not bring you down to a wretched state. Instead, it takes we the people created in God's image and puts us in an exalted position, making us sons and daughters by opening wide the gates of heaven to us for eternity. It doesn't make rational sense that God would reserve all the happiness for his enemies and reserve mourning for his own family. Shall the Christian's enemies have earthly delights and joy, and shall his home-born children inherit sorrow and wretchedness? Shall the sinner who has no part in Christ call himself rich in happiness? And shall we go about mourning as if we were penniless beggars? No, we will rejoice in the Lord always and glory in our inheritance. For we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but we have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Father, Abba, Father. Because of God's love for us as his adopted children, at times his rod of chastisement must rest upon us in our portion, but it works in us the happy fruits of righteousness. And therefore... By the aid of the divine comforter, we, the people saved of the Lord, will joy in the God of our salvation. When we come to Christ in total surrender and give our total existence over to Jesus, the Bible says that we are married to Christ. And as the Bible calls the body of Christ his bride, Jesus Christ will not allow us to wallow in constant grief. If you are confused about this concept of marriage with Christ, I advise you to do some digging for yourself on all the implications of the concept. This entire concept of the church being the bride of Christ is so adulterated against a wicked culture that has lost all meaning of spiritual truths and the purity of such biblical phrases. My friend, it's a big deal loaded with great overtones of blessings and spiritual expectations that we must look forward to, none of which are from a sexual position, 
which would be blasphemy. I don't have time to drill down on the subject throughout this podcast vehicle, but it's something you need to understand for yourself. Through the infusion of His Holy Spirit into our souls, our spirits are made alive, and our hearts, having been made clean through the sacrificial blood of Jesus Christ, are joined together as one with the heart of God. We are His members, and though for a while we may suffer as our Jesus Christ, the head of the body once suffered, yet we are even now blessed with heavenly blessings in Him. We have the deposit, or as we say, the down payment of our inheritance in heaven through the comforts of the indwelling Holy Spirit, which is a radically big deal. Through the very present work of the Holy Spirit in our lives as inheritors of joy forever, we have foretastes of our portion of glory in heaven. There are streaks of the light of joy that break through even now in this hard place to herald our eternal sunrising. Our riches are beyond the sea. Our city with firm foundations lies on the other side of the river. Gleams of glory from the spirit world cheer our hearts and urge us onward. My friend, you must ask yourself regarding the people who are presently in control of the entire direction of all aspects of our lives in America right now. What is their end game? What is their end game? What does the world look like if they successfully end up controlling the total direction outcomes, and consequences of a nation of 339.1 million people. What is their track record to date, regardless of political affiliation? Does it look like increased abortions, perhaps including infanticide for a mother who decides she doesn't want the post-delivery baby? Does it look like a destruction of all borders or restriction of occupancy within what was once the legal borders of a once sovereign nation? Does it look like a nation fixated on sexuality and the defining of the self according to predetermined opinions that center around gender or obliteration of the entire concept? Does it look like a nation free to partake unrestricted of any substance to alter the human mind and the perception of reality? Does it look like the obliteration of any form of restraint, morality, or social customs and mores attached to a remembrance of the past? Is it an abolition of history? Is it a constant pursuit of war? Remote robotic indiscriminate killings of peoples in foreign lands, women, children, and non-military personnel? Does it look like orders barked to the locked-in citizens from drones in the sky, ordering them to cooperate and not resist? Does it look like the abolition of ownership and individual thought if it may be in dissent with the central authority? Does it look like an indiscriminate spending and taxation into total irrecoverable economic collapse? My friend, what is their end game? It is a fair question to ask if a person could still ask a fair question. By the looks of it, at its present manifestation of turning, in a nutshell, it looks like George Orwell's 1984. So many people tout John Lennon's song Imagine as his magnum opus, but My friend, read his lyrics. No heaven, no hell, no countries, no religion, no possessions. Yet the idea that without any of these things, we will come together and share in all things as one and live happily ever after. How did his world philosophy fare for him, my friend? Shot dead at the prime of his life at the age of 40 years old. Four times out of five shots hit him in the back with a 38 Special Revolver by Chapman, as he exited a cab to return to his premium home atop the famous Dakota Place. 
shot by a person who in many ways manifested the very things that his famous song celebrated. It's easy to fantasize about no possessions when you live in opulent wealth and have time to wax eloquently in song rather than scouring the streets wondering where your next meal will come from. My friend, the worst fulfillments of Lennon's vision of a godless, heavenless, hellless, religionless, Christless, eternityless world of fantastical meaninglessness. In the midst of all the downgrades and decay, truly is it said of us, who is like you, a people saved by the Lord? Wow, my friend, this eternal truth gives us the courage to not look back, keep pressing forward with our heads held high, happy and full of joy and peace. Why? Because God is real. Heaven is real. Jesus is real. Salvation through Him is real. And because of Him, religion is real. And a mansion that is real awaits each of us, where He really will protect us from all harm for eternity. Wow, my friend, with that, I bid you peace. Peace.